0: Well, welcome back to Intuition, Your First Sense. This week, I have a guest who's coming to us from Colorado, although he's all over the world. Uh, This is Cody Edner, and he is a spiritual teacher, energy healer, co-host of Energy Matters podcast, which I have listened to and cracked up many times and gotten great information from. Um, He's dedicated his life to spreading the awareness of the communication between the cosmic nature of reality and the living soul grounded in the physical experience. So you know I appreciate that because I'm always talking about the soul and the human element and combining them and working well. So Cody, welcome to Intuition, Your First Sense.
1: Yeah, thank you, Vicki. Nice to be here. It's uh, very excited to chat with you about intuition. My one of my favorite topics.
0: Agreed. It's it's uh, obviously one of mine too. I've often said I have the best job in the world for me, um, right. because this is a subject that it's not only work. It's my joy. It's my hobby. You know. It's right. It's how I am in the world.
1: Right, so. it's kind of our calling and vocation, mm-hmm. and <laughs> everything. <laughs>
0: and and the sometimes the push, um, not always the calling, but the push to get in. Uh, so I really appreciate you. Uh, creating the time and the space because I had promised my listeners that I would bring them all these intelligent people and if I didn't know something, I would go get somebody and bring them in. So um, that when I was contacted and I became aware of the work that you do with your uh, co-host, David, um, I felt like I was like, okay, these guys get it. You know, because I don't know about you, but sometimes when I'm in my own space, I'm thinking, all right, are you the oddball out here? Like, does anybody else get this? (laughs) Um, So have you experienced that?
1: Um, Yes, for sure. Definitely. And, you know, I started this this journey fairly young. I kind of had some awakenings to uh, the nature of my own intuition and uh, energy awareness when i was pretty young and so i i happened to find some different groups along the way where i was in a group of intuitives and oftentimes i was the youngest Mm -hmm. in the group so i felt a little apart in that way Mm -hmm. Um, there was uh, most people uh, at the time this was back in the early 80s but most people uh, we're kind of having their awakenings maybe a little more into their late twenties or thirties and I was maybe seventeen. Um
0: so but, how did you come to sorry to interrupt, but I feel like it would be interesting to know um and for other people to hear, like how did you have your awakening or your awareness that this is more than just common sense?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's um a couple of different things happened I, mean, I grew up in in a household where it was okay to kind of explore metaphysics oh, wonderful and outside of um you know just the the kind of given uh, idea of what's real um so things like astrology and some of the the books at the time you know of of about kind of energy or spirit uh my mom was into that, so we kind of had that, and and actually, my aunt was into that, and um, and so one of the big things that happened for me was when I was about 14, my aunt took me to get a uh, psychic reading. Uh, she asked me if I wanted one, and I said, sure, I would love to get a mm-hmm. psychic reading. We, we happened to be out on the, the town, and, and we were at a bookstore, and they just happened to have a, a psychic upstairs, you know, a palm reader, and... And so there was this freedom to kind of explore. And, and so she asked if, if I wanted one, and I said, sure. Um, and so we went up to the, this reading room with this lady. I mean, I'd never really done anything like that. And, uh, and my aunt actually wanted a reading, too, so she went first. And as she got her reading, I got to sit in on it and listen. Mm-hmm. And as she got her reading and she would ask questions, I would kind of have the answer before the psychic would say it and then the psychic would say it and I was like well I knew that mm-hmm. and so suddenly I started to get this validation for this thing of knowing these things that were popping into my head about someone and about the question that I wouldn't have otherwise known and and I think that really sparked my interest because then I got my reading and uh, Years later, I refound the tape of my reading. Of course, we used to tape everything. Yes,
0: I remember those days.
1: <laughs> so <things>. I, <laughs> I still have a box full of tapes, um, and I listened to it. And my only question in that reading was, "How do I develop my psychic abilities?"
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it, my interest was was kind of sparked, and there was this sense that that I had uh, something going on. That I wanted to learn more about, and about four years later, three or four, about maybe three years later, I think I was about seventeen. I found uh, a place that taught psychics, and and I went and got my um, second psychic reading there, and uh, the reading was was great. I don't remember much of what was said, but I just remember the experience, and that's that's a lot of really the basis of our intuitive, really, work in nature is it's experiential, mm-hmm. right? it's not so much mm-hmm. based in, in just what we're thinking, but what we're experiencing and seeing and knowing, and, and those are kind of a different way to relate to the world and look at the world, but in that reading, at the end of it, the reader said, well, would you like a healing, and energy healing, and I said, sure, I'd never even really heard about energy healing all that much. Um, other than with crystals and different things. But he just kind of raised his hand and did a few little things. And I suddenly felt this rush of energy and saw this flash of colors uh, that I'd never really experienced before in that way. It's like everything kind of opened up, and Mm -hmm. I felt it and saw it at the same time. And that experience really, I was like, I need to learn how to do this Mm -hmm. on myself. Mm Um, And, you know, that's one of the the big leaps from kind of being a reedy or being someone who's getting the information to starting to to develop your own intuitive and psychic abilities is that's the step where you go, I want to learn how to do this Mm -hmm. for myself or on myself. I don't Mm -hmm. want to have to go to someone Mm -hmm. um, to get this. I want to... Mm -hmm learn the tools to do it. And I just happened to have that kind of experience and that thought really early on, like right, right away. That was my kind of feeling. Mm -hmm. And I, I teach this stuff. I've been teaching it for over 30 years. And, and I had a similar experience in my first meditation class where I learned uh, kind of how to get grounded and connected with energy. And as I kind of had this experience of that, the thought in my head was, "I've got to learn how to teach this." Right. But I had these these kind of voices uh, show up at these pivotal points, which really caused me to to go down a particular path. Mm-hmm. That um, when I wasn't in that kind of zone of being connected, when I was just in my thinking mind, I never would have necessarily pursued that as a career. I mean, I didn't. I myself as a, t- a psychic teacher, you know, or a mm-hmm. meditation teacher, or a reader. But when I was in the, the connected place, it, that was just the strongest thought there. Is oh, I have to. This is what I have to do. Yeah. And that's guided me all along. And there have been plenty of times when I've said, Oh, I'm not. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going do something else. Um, because it it is as fun as it is to do it within yourself. it's a challenge to do it out in the world, to hold that space and that energy and it. And there are those places where you can feel like you're the only one um, or you get pushback or you get negative feedback. And uh, so, so it is a challenge, but there's always been this thing in the background that's pushed uh, and told me this is what I have to do. Mm. Um, And even when I kind of stepped away from it all for a, a brief period of time, it became pretty apparent pretty quickly that my life just didn't flow. Like for me, I had to be doing this for things to be Mm -hmm. kind of moving forward with, with ease. Mm So that, that was kind of my journey along the way, but getting started was, you know, that, those experiences. And then before that, uh, one of the things that, that stood out was, uh, when my grandmother passed, um, she came to me like I before I knew officially that she had passed she showed up and I knew she had passed and and that kind of really stood out as something that was uh, both really you know kind of powerful and something to learn more about those experiences
0: I found Uh, yeah. yeah I found that it through Um, not only my own, like hearing yours, I'm sitting here nodding my head. Of course, they can't hear that on the podcast. It's not rattling today. (laughs) Um, But because it's very, you know, it's very similar not only to to my process, but many processes that I feel like you hear once you start teaching people and you get the stories and everything. I think, like I have said to people, it's so subtle. It's not this big, you know billboard that's going to say here's your life you know it's the can't get can't move that feeling you know you try to move it away from right. the direction that you're meant to head in i don't really believe in supposed to but meant to head in and it is that that push i've described it as you know when you have to help little kids move a little bit faster like that's, that's what spirit feels like to me, like, no, Vicki, you really do want to go over there. And I'm like, I don't know that I do. Are you sure? Oh, I do. Okay. <laughs> Let yes. me go over there. And I think, um, sometimes people expect it to be much bigger and, right. you know, grandiose or something. And I'm like, no. And then, and I think that's the, the beauty of it too, Is that I really believe that our intuitive abilities, psychic abilities, any skill sets that we have, that when you work on them and you commit to them and you agree to hold the responsibility for them, that there's an even higher level of joy there. You know, right. not that there aren't days where I don't want to go to the grocery store, but, you know, it's like, nah, no, I get to do this. This is so cool. Um, and yeah. and still like, oh, what's next? Um, but always your curiosity. It sounds like you're the same level of or you had a level, such a level of curiosity. Like I have to know about this. I have to teach about this. You know, it's just yeah. that it's somewhere inside
1: Right, and it really wasn't something that um, I could say that I thought out analytically. It was something that kind of came up
0: from Mm -hmm. inside.
1: Mm -hmm. Even the thought came out of nowhere type of Mm a thing.
0: Right. well That's, supposedly
2: yeah. but, I
1: mean, nowhere in terms of it's not like a thought process right it's, right. Like, it's like an awareness that shows up or a, yeah. a feeling and a thought at the same time that yeah. that things kind of make sense or align mm-hmm. and and that was definitely one of my experiences uh opening up to this world of energy awareness and intuition was before that the world, a lot of things didn't make sense to me in the world. A lot of the games people played didn't make sense. Um, it, and it also didn't seem that interesting.
2: To mm.
1: me. And when I started to get into that place to open up to this other side of reality and experience that along with the interaction in reality, along with what I was seeing in the world, suddenly everything started to make a lot more sense. Uh, what people did and the games people played made more sense Mm -hmm. and 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 it made the world more exciting to -hmm.
2: me Uh, Mm and that's
1: the thing that really for me um adding this level of awareness into the mix as being real uh made the world more interesting and more exciting and and there was more joy like Mm -hmm. you say Mm -hmm. more excitement Mm -hmm. and there's kind of a thrill in just kind of being connected to that part of oneself and letting it uh, flow rather than most of the world uh most of the time we were you know it was kind of shut off and Mm -hmm. and we um have to suppress it in some way suppressing a certain part of our awareness or creativity suppresses our joy and Mm -hmm. engagement and and excitement Mm -hmm. um, in the world and i love that that name the idea of your podcast, because intuition is our first um, ability. You know, in teaching this over the years, one thing I've always said is uh, we're all psychic as children, right? Mm-hmm. That's the first thing we come in with is mm-hmm. that awareness um, of spirit, of energy, of mm-hmm. uh, those dynamics. And then we grow out of that, or the world beats it out. <laughs> right, somehow right. We get moved <laughs> past that into this other aspect of self that is needed you know we we do need to understand the world and make sense of it and have ideas about where we are in the world so we need this analytical mind that develops Uh, but the world puts more uh, kind of power or more validation into that analytical Mm -hmm. process rather than the intuitive so suddenly this true nature of ourselves has is invalidated basically and has Mm. less validity and less weight. Um, And in fact, if we stay there with that, we're told that we're, um, you know, kind of not, we're told to grow up basically, Mm -hmm. to get real.
2: Yeah.
0: That was one of the reasons that I started the podcast was to have that message go out to whomever needed to hear it because I'm I the analytical part of my brain that likes spreadsheets and all that kind of stuff thought well wait a minute if we were Turned down, you know. In my house, growing up, I was told we don't talk about those things, Victoria. And I'm like, okay, but you don't see the black things going in the closet. Like, shouldn't we? Shouldn't we talk about that? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm I'm thinking we should talk about that, but you know, we didn't. Um, So, the and having raised a few kids uh, and raise them in the, well, what are you feeling? What are you thinking? Right. Um, both. We need both. Staying don't just, yes. don't just give me woo. woo. Nope. 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 You better, you got to back it up. I thought I started seeing, and then my granddaughter came along um, and I started seeing, wait a minute, we can close a gap here. If we can ed- if I can help educate some of those that have turned it down Through survival or through other people's methods or just through the process of the brain has to grow. Sometimes that has to turn down so the, you know, the physiological brain can expand. Um, And so we can teach them and they can teach the kids and honor the fact that the kids coming up now, they won't have to turn it off. And then maybe we can close that gap a little bit so right. that there's more of a flow. You know, there's always going to be some because you know, variety is good. Um, but that was the intention. And I'm like, well, let me see what I can do about this. I'm doing it in my neck of the woods, but you know, let's, right. let's put it out there. And I've always said it it, 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 it's our first sense. You come in naked with no teeth. If that's not trusting with a sense of intuition, <laughs> I, that right. that something's in balance here, we just don't know what it is. I don't know what is. Right. Um, so, and, you know, to bring, a, to take a little bit of the fear out of it that some may have been taught or the you can't do it because my, my line is everybody's intuitive. You might not know where you put it, um, but that's okay. We'll find it. It's there somewhere. Um, okay. You might need to dig a little bit. It might be behind some beliefs. You know, it might be, uh, it, it somewhere in there and self worth. But we'll get there. We'll we'll figure it out. Um. So, what's your favorite part about teaching? Because you have a you have a um program coming up, a training coming up that at the at tail end of this month, the twenty fourth in March. If you're listening to this later, um. And uh it goes eighteen to twenty four months
1: yeah and and the reason it well, of course, the training I went through was that long mm-hmm. um and and the reason that it is that long is because it's it's not so much that it's that the this kind of work is heavy in information, right mm-hmm. It's not like trying to learn all kinds of information it's that it's Uh, very heavy in transformation. And transformation takes a while to integrate. So information, we can cram for a test, and the next day we can take it. And we don't retain a lot, but we can do that. So we can gather lots and lots of information. But to integrate the information into ourselves and into our lives, and and to make those kinds of changes, that takes time. Mm -hmm. And so the program is meant to uh, kind of give us that space to fully integrate into our uh, intuition and psychic abilities. Uh, really, the, the focus that we have in our program is learning how to see energy. Uh, so it's very much focused with the clairvoyance. Okay. Uh, not that we negate any of the other experiences, but we learn how to kind of move out of that place, maybe where we're feeling energy, because we tend to absorb it. And by the time you feel it, you're already in it and move to a place to start to see energy mm-hmm. and see the world through mm-hmm. that lens.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so that takes a bit of practice. Um, and so we've broken the program down into four like uh, levels, basically. So each level is about three months of classes and training. And then in between, we have a couple of months of practicum mm-hmm. and experience-based stuff, and then we. Go, you know, dive back into more of a three-month intensive
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, time of, of exploring, mm-hmm. training, learning new techniques and mm-hmm. things, and then have a few months to integrate them in the um, interactions, mm-hmm. essentially. And I really, so that's oh, oh, sorry. Much how we do it. Yeah, yeah, go I, ahead. I
0: I really appreciate that because so many programs you see, I call them the drive-throughs. You know, it's like in a weekend you can be a medium and anyone who studied with me knows you're going to get Mama Vicky if you think you can do that. Like, (laughs) don't come back to me to clean up a mess that got created because you thought you were going to go for a weekend and just blow everything open. And um, because I've seen the backlash that happens from that. I've seen the emotional crashes that people have. And uh, so when I see a program like yours where there's, here's your teaching. Okay, here's your, (laughs) what's your absorption level? You know, because it's different for everybody. Um, Right. And then, you know, the practicum and then a little bit of space and then come back. And, okay, where are you? What's been shifting? You know, that's how you get long-lasting result, I think. Right. Um, Because any of us who say... Like, I've been doing this 20 years. There are still some days I wake up and go, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, what's that? That's new. Um, How's this gonna play in? How am I gonna integrate this in? And so it's an ongoing thing. So to be taught that um, and to be mentored in that mindset is very empowering, I think, for people. And I think it also um, takes, well, it can't take away, but it minimizes the this idea of instant gratification. Because, right. like, you know, anything else, if you work for it, it feels good.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, you know? Yeah. And there are levels of growth that you go through yeah. that you aren't going to get if you don't do it right. over time, right? You'll, yeah. you'll have this... Uh, weekend impacted experience, which we all, you know, there are things we do that we do in that kind of a format, but it's not a one-off thing. It's as part of a bigger program. So there's some value in mm-hmm. having an intensive mm-hmm. day of stuff or weekend, right, as long as you're in this bigger yes. space or container. Yes. And so a part of our uh, program is not only the classes uh, that you get, which are weekly during that three-month time, but there's also a one-on-one session that you get with a person who's your kind of coach mentor gives you feedback um we call it like checking how your energy's Mm -hmm. flowing and developing making sure you're not stuck um i have the the same sentiment as you about these kind of compressed weekend classes where you know we'll open you up over a weekend and then set you free as if you know that's like you're gonna then handle the world um you know, we close certain things off for a reason. I mean, it's so that we can handle the, the yeah. world. as like there's only so much input we can make sense of, right, right. and stay focused. Yeah. And I um, have ran uh, intuitive centers uh, back in the day. We didn't do it this way. You had to go someplace, right? Yeah, so yeah, I, I did ran too. Yeah. Uh, intuitive centers <laughs> yeah. for well over a decade uh, where I was just in a building every day. And people would come in. And I can't tell you how many people would come in and they were totally out of sorts. They couldn't handle their life. And it's like, oh, well, when did you open yourself up as a medium? Oh, well, I just read this book and I went through it. And we spent a lot of time putting people Mm -hmm. back together. Mm -hmm. Um, That was Mm -hmm. not uncommon. And this was back in the early 90s where you didn't have all this. Now it's worse. Now it is like... Way worse because yeah. of the drive-by,
2: yeah.
1: open them up yeah. type thing. I, it it, it really—it's it, really—it's just the nature of it, I guess. This yeah. the state of things. But we—we uh, we are definitely very much committed to maintaining the integrity of the training, so that it gets internalized, it gets mm-hmm. integrated. It—it's a path. It's a, its a way to be in the world that we're teaching you. It's not a hack.
0: Exactly. It's not
1: a magic trick. Yeah. It's oh, if you add this to your awareness, if you, mm-hmm. you know, if you are here to become a whole human being, then we have to add the awareness of beingness into mm-hmm. our day-to-day mm-hmm. selves. It's not just the human side that's trying to survive or get things. Mm-hmm. It's this whole integrated self that we're teaching. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's important. And I've always been kind of like you you know it's like well what can I do to help that uh, happen in the world and for me it's always been just that one-on-one connection it's Mm -hmm. been teaching a person even Mm -hmm. if it's in a group you're they're each a person to me and if I can teach them Mm -hmm. to find their space to raise their vibration to come into a better place of neutrality and compassion in the world Mm -hmm the world becomes a better place. So that's been my mission all
0: along. 100% agree that there's that, you know, exponential effect, right? That if you're solid within yourself and then you're, You're in understanding of self and accepting of self. Um, You know, we have days we're going to grow, expand. Something's going to show up where we're like, what the heck is that? Um, And yet you have that sense of, no, I'm really okay. This is just something that's changing or I'm learning about or an opportunity that's being presented to expand a little bit more That um, from that place of surety. You know, there's less freaking out, there's more stabilization, um, and I th- I do feel more enjoyment. I mean, people say to me all the time, are you always this happy? And I'm like, well, no. I mean, I do have my moments, but I must say that's fascinating about 50 times a week. <laughs>
2: you know?
0: right. Because I'm like, oh, would you see the connection between that and that and, and over there? Mm, that's fascinating. <laughs> you know, <Right. laughs> yeah. not necessarily to anybody else. If there's somebody there that will listen, that's great. Um, but, you know, within the, it's like having the excitement of a child with the ability of an adult, you know, yes. you know
2: right.
0: so, um, and the balance, I think the more grounded we are, the the higher we can connect. So, right. because I've been, um, I had an experience where I was taking a program about so actually something pretty grounded. I was taking a program on the physiological Effects of the brain and the emotions and all you know, psychology, psychology program, in in a um, in a center, and then down the hall was a pretty popular teacher of these weekends of open everybody up as a medium, um, and I worked primarily as a medium for probably about seven or eight years until. My husband passed, and I totally asked him if I could use it to get out of it. Um, and and so, so I did. Um, but, of course, it still pops in occasionally. But, and I was just walking to the bathroom, and I was like, what the heck is happening here? And as I went in the ladies' room, there were three people melting down.
2: <laughs>
0: and I knocked on the door, and I said, you guys going to help them? Like, I need to get back to my own program, but I can't leave them here and they're like, yeah, they'll be fine. And I'm like, oh my goodness, no. There needs to be follow up. There needs to be accountability. And because this, anything that we're taking, I think in the teaching, anything that you're learning is going to impact the rest of your life. So you're not just taking that course. It's going to go into your business. It's going to go into your personal relationships. Right. And you, you just want to be solid in that. What's your favorite part of teaching? Besides the one-on-one. You mentioned the one-on-one.
1: Well, and I I don't mean the one-on-one with a person, but the idea that each person, like I'm trying to reach each person individually, right? Right. And and so there's that part of it. Um, I, I mean, I definitely, I think the thing that really jumped out to me when I started teaching, and I still see this, is to watch the energy change. So teaching this kind of work is one of the few places where I have found, because I've talked to groups about other things and done different things, but where at, you start at one point and, and you talk to certain things and they start to change their mm-hmm. energy and it's like the whole group energy mm-hmm. can take this huge step that even though you kind of know you're going in that direction and that's your hope as a teacher to see it happen, mm-hmm. it's it's always like awe-inspiring to mm-hmm. see spirit open up and show mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. So you know, even after all these years, uh, when that happens in a group, there is something about it that is just like whoa, and it's like validates the whole
2: yeah.
1: uh, experience of being here, really, to me. So yeah. Yeah. that's really the power of it, from from a teaching standpoint. And I like the point you you made about people. I mean, it's fine to melt down, but the oh the, yeah because we are breaking down an yeah. identity to let a new one emerge but if you don't have that follow-up you don't know how to go through that process yeah. of validating that new
2: right.
1: um, identity that you're wanting to emerge that more empowered self or that right. uh, more aware self and it's right. very easy to just go back to the old patterns because they're lifelong patterns no. and a weekend is not going to change lifelong patterns mm-hmm. um so you it'll shake things up mm-hmm. but it's that follow follow-up that's the most important thing and uh you know opening up to being a medium that it's mediumship is one of the really more powerful energies and learning how to handle that power especially coursing through your body yeah exactly that <laughs> takes a little time and not mm-hmm. to scare people away but i teach mediumship and it's a five-year training
2: that's so, so wonderful practicing to know
1: <laughs> it for five years yeah and of course they're it's like getting your doctorate in mediumship yeah. to, to practice something that long. Okay. Um, but there's a reason why it is that long because there are these, you know, kind of peaks and valleys of growth mm-hmm. that occur. And,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, some of those valleys can be, you know, pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody, cause, cause spirit, uh, work and awareness work, it's kind of big these days out in the, the media and the world's kind of an LA thing. Um, everybody thinks that woo-woo, it's all airy, you know, and it's all fun and games, but no. This stuff (laughs) is hard, and it really, to really work through it, not to just kind of be in that Mm. kind of airy, fairy part of it, uh, it it takes a little bit of courage. It's not Mm. for the faint at heart, because you have to look at the, the negative to get past it, to get through it. You have to look at the the scary thing or the pain that's holding you back mm-hmm. and and confront it to mm-hmm. get to the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so so even though it kind of on the face of it and out in the media, um, you know, it kind of looks like it's just uh, obs- like avoiding certain things in life, if you're actually really doing the work, it's confronting everything mm-hmm. in life. And, that, and that's mm-hmm. not easy. And it's not a quick fix. No. It's a journey. Um, and that, and it, Yeah, lasts a whole lifetime.
0: Many lifetimes.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It just that part of, yes, you're right. just
0: keeps going. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, and I've said that to people. I will teach one-on-one. I'm not interested in, in, in groups, so it's good to know. Um, because, the you know, there's natural abilities popping. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free, and there is a creation tool right inside the app, and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless. And something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it.
1: You're listening to Intuition, Your First Sense, the podcast by Vicki Baird, intuitive coach, consultant, and speaker. Did you know that you can schedule a private intuitive session with Vicki? Book your own phone or video session online at vickibaird.com slash booking. And if you're ready to create transformation in your life as you develop your own intuition, choose a coaching package. With three, six, or 12-month options, you can benefit from Vicky's wise guidance over time as you discover your path. Plus, with a coaching package, you'll get improved pricing and priority-advanced scheduling. Book today at vickibaird.com
2: slash booking. That's v-i-c-k-i-b-a-i-r-d dot com slash booking. Thanks for listening.
0: I know mine was definitely not one I went looking for. You know, I had a friend who passed, and I helped her transition. Didn't know what the heck I was doing at the time, but it worked. Um, I happen to like that process um and then she started showing up in sessions and I thought well I can only see her because she was a friend right because I didn't have anybody instructing or teaching or anything like that I had a hard time finding instructors um and mentors and so uh, (laughs) luckily I'm tenacious so (laughs) I just kept (laughs) and then one day I I was doing a session and I thought to ask the person if they knew her you know i had this push from my guide to say well you just ask if she if they knew Anne." and and i asked and the woman started crying and she's like oh uh, she was my nurse because she was and she was and um then i was her nurse in hospice and i was like ah wow then she might be here for you <laughs> And, I, right. and then stuff started happening where I'd go to the grocery store, and I'm like, I'd be saying, excuse me, and no one's standing there. And I'm like, I need to get a Bluetooth. Um, because, you know, <laughs> right. I'm in New England, man. <laughs> you know? yeah I'm deep into Massachusetts on the New York border. Right. You know, you, 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 that'll get you a quick trip to the local hospital.
2: Right,
0: yeah. So... So this, stuff, like it, 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 like you said, it, it takes um, courage. It takes. Um, I, I always say that I have an insatiable curiosity, and that's why mm. spirit picked me because yeah. I'm like, what's under that rock? Can we look under that rock? Um, but I also feel like, as practitioners, we have an obligation to help those that we're working with, not only raise their vibration. But to be in a space of healing, and I believe the person does the healing. We can be facilitators of the healing, but they do the healing. <laughs> but to be there to kind of hold them, you know, in that energy, and or maybe it's holding the space of calm or the space of, oh, hey, I'm about three steps ahead in training. I got this. Don't worry. I'm not going to leave you. Um, there's something along those lines. I think there's a different layer of um, accountability, responsibility, but sometimes it's heavy lifting. And I think that gets painted over in some of the instructions and and, and such. I'm very honest with people when I'm working with them and teaching and saying, I, I will help you develop to the greatest of your desire, your expansion, your ability, um, but you got to carry it. Right. Um, I will help you get those tools. And if that's emotional support, if that's moving neural pathways, if it's finding you another teacher that lines up um, or is m- more knowledgeable in the subject, so be it. But I always make sure that whomever I'm working with understands that um, this is lifelong. Right. Yeah. You know, once you step in... <laughs> Yeah. very rarely is there, a, oh, I changed my mind. I think I'll go back. Because you already know.
1: Right. Well, yes, and that is one of the, the kind of funny things about the journey is once you kind of open up, then it, there, you really can't turn back. You, know, you really have to yeah. process and deal with it. And uh, sometimes that happens to us. Uh, without our desire to have it happen, there are people that just open up at a particular yeah. point in life, and um, they often come to like a school like ours and uh, in distress. Like what's happening to yeah. me? Because there there's a part of them that wasn't uh, really looking for that. They mm. didn't know they were looking for something in their life, but they didn't necessarily know mm. what. And, mm. um, and sometimes something happens that triggers that opening. Yeah. And so then there's there's that side of it. So it's kind of funny because I, having been a teacher of uh, teaching people how to open up to their intuition or open up their clairvoyance and their psychic ability, uh, that makes it sound like people show up and they go, well, how do I open up? But half the people show up because they've opened up, and they go, "How do I make sense of this? How do I turn it down a little bit mm-hmm. so that it's within a range that's mm-hmm. controllable, so I can go to the supermarket and mm-hmm. not leave overwhelmed and
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know spend the next three hours trying to process everything I inadvertently picked up." Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that side of the the teaching is just as important uh, as opening up because it's more about. Uh, we recognize that everybody's psychic, everybody, this is like these are abilities that come with the body, right? This is like you are this mm-hmm. and so our really training is around how to uh, kind of manage your own energy, okay. how to manage your, uh, those abilities and mm-hmm. how to use them for yourself rather than be the effect of them because so many of us are highly sensitive to energy and we absorb it, and we heal it, and we take it in and carry it, and that is takes a lot of our own creative energy to mm-hmm. do that, and when we can learn how to set some healthy boundaries and have some self-awareness of what's my energy space, what's mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a lot of our energy back mm-hmm. because we're not expending it on mm-hmm. just trying to hold back the world or, or carry this load. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this real... Um, self-healing and self-learning growth nature to this work um, very much. You know, we even and it's kind of funny because I've taught hundreds and hundreds of people, thousands of people, to be psychic and clairvoyant. But I'm not really teaching you how to do that as a profession. That it's not a a training for a job, right? right. It's it's a growth training to become. More of who you truly are to get Mm. connected with and remember your true nature. And then you get to be whatever you want to be in the world. Mm. So even though it's an intuitive training program, you know, 90% of the people who come aren't coming to it to become an intuitive. Uh, They're coming to it to make sense of themselves and the world and to be in the world in a little different way. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of them are healers you know mm-hmm. massage therapists or uh some kind of a, a person that works in in the healing arts a lot of them are because those types of people tend to be more sensitive mm-hmm. anyway right so whether you're right uh, a nerd, whatever you're when you're drawn to helping others you tend to also be more mm-hmm. connected with that healing part of yourself uh, mm-hmm. as, a, as a being mm-hmm. so we do get a lot of those people but i've had all kinds of people Mm. over the years want to explore Mm. this, whether they were part of the clergy or, Mm -hmm. you know, stockbrokers or whatever. Right. It's If it opens up, if it's like kind of happens, you have to find an answer. And those that are curious kind of end up, Mm -hmm. you know, in our kinds of courses. Yeah.
0: And I love the, I tend to work with uh, professionals. So I have the CEOs and the, the doctors and that level mine is more i i I have a particular interest in um like trauma work I, i find it fascinating um and i love helping people to release the beliefs that are caught there um and the kind of the mess mixed message that's in there they're so looking so amazing in the world and yet feeling so crappy on the inside
2: right
0: and i'm like can we like get those to match um and then you know people feel safe so they let me see that part of it and then we work our way to okay (laughs) really feeling great yeah you know truly being you know honest and, and and in their true selves and i totally lost my train of thought there which often happens when my antenna starts going but um <laughs> i'm like no stay yeah. focused vicky stay focused ask the question <laughs> um it be it, but everything that you're saying is that it's right in line with everything that i've taught and and tried to get across too that we are amazingly wired and as the more we can understand about it the more we can um, enhance and enjoy and really understand that this process of being human is amazing and that it sure it brings a couple bumps but without bumps we wouldn't learn um and then to bring that whole person wherever you go because you go everywhere you go um so you may as well bring a whole being with you wherever you're going and some of the you know sometimes that takes a little bit of work and a little bit of understanding so um what I, I want to ask kind of a fun question. Mm-hmm. So, we know the expression of woo woo, right? <laughs> um, do you have a particular uh, expression that floats around that feels woo woo to you, or that is like when you hear it, you go, uh, My expression is Jiminy Crickets. I'm like, Oh, Jiminy Crickets. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I do kind of shake my head at some things that uh, seem a little too kind of in that woo-woo vibration for sure. Yeah. I don't have an expression per se, but <laughs> but I definitely do find myself kind of shaking my head at some yeah. things. And partly it's not because some of them are can be kind of true, like sure. you know, everything is love or all you have to do is that could be true, but it's not helpful, right, Right. so what we teach are tools that you can work with to change your energy to take a step, so it's, it's not whether something's necessarily true or not, it's whether it's actually helpful to Mm. move through to the next level, Mm. Um, and a lot of the woo-woo stuff out there has this disconnect from the world, so, so I might think of what I do is more practical intuition, right? It's more about integrating into the body. So, you know, all of LA is trying to ascend and we're trying to descend fully into the world because the ascended part of us, that's going from lifetime to lifetime. Right,
2: it's
0: already
1: covered. Right? It's, it's never going to die, right? Got it,
0: got but it the done. part of
1: us that's realized in the world, that's the growth yeah. that happens. And so our goal is to be more embodied be more realized, self-realized in the world, right, of, of who you truly are as a spirit, uh, so that you grow and and so that you do whatever you're here to do. I do kind of think that as a, a spirit, we, we kind of have a path, we have an idea mm-hmm. of what we're here to uh, experience or maybe share in the world, and um, if we're not connected with ourselves, it's very easy to get distracted in the world and not give that to mm-hmm. the world or not mm-hmm. bring that out of ourselves mm-hmm. that whatever mm-hmm. that is healing creativity teaching
2: mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm.
1: and that's maybe just a belief that, mm-hmm. that there is something there is a purpose that we have and that we need to kind of get really into ourselves to unlock that and mm-hmm. uh, to realize that
0: I, yeah. I very much agree with that when I am in my reading space with someone I actually see what I call my blueprint, or their mm-hmm. blueprint. Like I'll, I'll see their blueprint, and I'll see what they wanted to learn when they came here. And I'm like, can I, I actually asked Spirit one time, I'm like, can I tell them? Is that okay? Um, because sometimes there's information that we're not meant to share. It's for right. the background information, for us to help get to the next space. That's why when I teach, I'm like, don't just blur out everything that comes to you. Like have a little decorum. Um, because sometimes the information is f- to help you establish a plan or to be kind. You know, you don't need to talk about what that person is suffering from within aisle six at the grocery store. Maybe you just need to be kind. <laughs> but so I'll see the blueprint and what their soul has agreed to come here and learn And then also, what the human ability is that they're walking around in. They don't always line up. Um, So, to your point about, I agree that we are, there is a knowing within all of us. We may not be in touch with it. Mm -hmm. um, But there is that knowing. It's there somewhere. Uh, It might be in the eaves, packed in a little box, you know, back from the year you were born. But it's in there somewhere. Right.
2: Um,
0: So... What would you like your offering to be as a human this lifetime around?
1: Well, in some ways, I think because I haven't been, I, I would call myself a reluctant teacher, not anymore, but in my youth, when I started teaching, I was was quite young and, and I was doing readings and, and doing this work. And I have kind of tried to get away from it a few times and haven't been able to, and, and I think that it's because that really is kind of my path or my thing I'm supposed to do mm-hmm. or here to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that when I say supposed, it's not like there's anybody you know, right. proposing that. This is my own supposed to. Like, oh, this is what I'm here to do. Um, so I, I really do think this is it, like teaching um, spirit to awaken to itself, talking to that part of a person, connecting mm-hmm. with that part of a person. Mm-hmm seeing that in a person and having that relationship. And of course, uh, there is growth and learning in that for both of us. Sure. It's, it's not like, uh, you know, any of us as spiritual teachers have anything on the other person. It's mm-hmm. like we're doing this to unlock our own growth. exactly. And without that other person, we can't do it. So it's like this mutual kind of, mm-hmm. it's a relationship, really. And mm-hmm. um, that that's what I've always been drawn to. Mm -hmm. and um, kind of it's just what's always worked, like Mm -hmm. when I'm not doing that things just don't feel right in the Mm -hmm. world to me, and when I am doing that, Mm -hmm. uh, even when I was at one point kind of resisting it because it's kind of a weight on the other side of it, right? It could be a bit of a responsibility. Um, It still was more important to do it than to not
2: Mm -hmm. for Mm me, so Mm -hmm. it's
1: I don't know. It's some of it's not explainable because it just yep. happens. It's yeah. just kind of there. Like, well, yeah,
0: I've said that before. That we just don't have the words in the English language, right, to translate what's in there. It feels, you know, I, I feel like I, I've said that. You know, in in Italian, you have four layers of love. Like there's right. there's layers and. Oh, like, we just don't have that, so I try to find as many adjectives or you know ways to express it, to to translate it even, uh, and still sometimes you come up with because <laughs>
1: yeah there is the full yeah
0: this that's, is it, me that's and very true. you know this is. Uh, I often joke that I was talking on the other side before I got here. Come on, we know I was um, to whoever was around me, and just said, "Oh, just put it all on the plate. It's fine. I'll just, I'll just take it all. Just put. Sure. I'll, I'll take my tray and go." Um, which makes it fun because you're always discovering things. So, how can people find you besides um, look around Colorado? Yeah.
1: So the 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 best way to find if you're interested in our intuitive uh, training, uh, you can go to energymattersacademy.com and um, explore, you know, look under our courses and, it, and it's right there and you can get a lot of information right there. Um, if you want to find me directly, you can go to intuitivevision.net. Uh, that's that's my um, business. It's, it's the Cody in- channel yeah <laughs> and so the the energy matters is kind of connected with our podcast David and I
2: mm-hmm.
1: have been doing our podcast for a couple of years mm-hmm. now and it's it's been a really fun journey to, to do that and get to talk to people mm-hmm. and usually I'm on the other side right I'm usually asking the questions uh, along with David and uh, I like actually this this mm-hmm. getting you know, to share. A little bit more of my story uh, by being on someone else's podcast. That's, that's, that's really it's fun, fun, isn't
0: it? Because it yeah, it, it also I've done a few lately, and it's it's accessing a different aspect or a different part you know you you're you're like wait a minute i get to share oh it's about me now <laughs> like, <laughs> oh geez okay yeah it's a whole
1: different uh, yeah. process yeah. it's fun though it it's is very fun um so so yeah and, and if you're interested we actually just did a free informational um night about our intuitive training on Zoom. So we have a recording of that. So if Perfect. anybody's interested and yeah. wants to uh connect with that, just let let yeah. us know. You can go on our website yeah. and send us an email. Just yeah. ask, say hey, send us that, send me that free yeah. uh evening. We also did a podcast, just David and I talking about I, uh, intuitive yeah. training in general. So that's yeah. there is I listened well. to
0: that the other day while I was yeah. driving.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and you know it, what we teach are some some tools some energy tools and energy working like what you're talking about like how to really be grounded and and how to kind of have your energy space in the world and and how to be connected with what it is you're doing with your energy and what it is you're <laughs> matching how to unmatch and how to handle the the second chakra and that feeling everything too much yeah. um, and so where we are in the world right now I think this is probably the most important thing to develop in I oneself agree. this awareness it is uh, I mean I never would want to approach it from a standpoint of uh, just self-preservation but for many of us this is the key to kind of maintaining our own uh, comfortable maybe sense of self and in, in such an uncertain world Mm and to to maintain a place to be centered and grounded Um, to me it's just it is the most important thing really it
0: it is and and the the having the tools already on board when stuff like this happens and you know people are so scared and you know whatever the fear message of the day is um, to be able to have that discernment You know, to be able to have that space between that's the story, I don't have to take on that story, and fear diminishes your immune system. So especially where we are now, if you know, if there's there, there's all, it's always a good time to develop and to understand your wiring and to learn and to have more tools in your toolbox. I used to teach a class. What's in your toolbox. Um, you know, so the, it was like kind of capital one. What's in your wallet. Um, <laughs> totally stole it. Um, but, and then we made toolboxes. It was so fun. Uh, but it, it is because it, it's a, Self-preservation, it is self-preservation. You know, if that energy field's got a big old hole in it that you can drive a Mack truck through, you know, or you're leaking energy, that's what I see a right. lot, or I'm like, oof, yes. you look
1: like a colander.
0: <laughs> um, like, yeah. Get some speckle on
2: these yeah. things.
1: Or you're giving it all away, and you're last on your list. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there's there's lots of ways that we kind of diminish our energy, and we, we live in a world where most people are walking around depleted energetically. Yes. yes. Uh, because of the stress of the world, and mm-hmm. the pace of it, and mm-hmm. the demands of it. Mm-hmm. So learning some tools about how to get centered and gather your energy uh, and make separations from mm. the events of the world um, and strengthen your own energy, you're right, it strengthens your yeah. immune system. And, and really being able to kind of hold your energy field and and know what that is and gather your energy to yourself,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you, know, you, you have this spiritual immune system as well. Yeah. That needs to be taken care of yes. and and that's part of the the basis of this work um is to get get that all back together because you can't really be a reader or a help to another person until you have
2: mm-hmm. some
1: semblance of your own energy and space empowered and, and strong
2: mm-hmm.
1: so not,
0: not an effective one
1: right you so you have to heal yourself to to heal mm-hmm. the other Type yeah. of a thing, and and so that's certainly part of the work. It's it's getting your own, you know. If we want to talk woo woo, chakras aligned, and, up and all that stuff. Well, I but don't know that really that's
0: true. I don't know that that's so woo woo. It becomes woo woo when it's surface. It, it is the
1: way people say it sometimes. Yes. When it's but,
0: surface, it's woo woo. Yes. Like if I'm if I'm, <laughs> like when my personal one is, in love and light.
1: Right. I'm exactly. Like,
0: Oh, right. oh!
1: Right, it's all love and light. But, and
0: but when that's when that's when that's sent in, it's not. Yes. Like we we have to be honest that some of this is bullshit. Like some right. some
1: no, of no, this no. is. And tough. That's one of mine is when people just say you know they're they're being loving all the time. But um, we're human. We yeah. have all the emotions.
0: Thankfully, so, you know, makes it exciting.
1: Yeah. And and so to see someone you know, seething angry or in judgment and saying they're all just sending love and light. It's like, yeah. please don't, do? please that's
0: don't send the that. <laughs> no,
1: no. But yeah. that's the, the thing that you do start to see when you see energy is you see that discrepancy. Right. And and it's not to fault the person, it's to recognize that disconnect between Mm-hmm. what we're really feeling and mm-hmm. processing and dealing with it and then what mm-hmm. this other just idea tells us we should be and when we're trying to be what we should be rather than be connected with where we are
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, that disconnect causes pain mm-hmm. in us. it causes us to get stuck it mm-hmm. causes us to um, you know suppress energies rather than run them, process them, get through them, and then get to that place Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. you can genuinely feel at at least neutral to someone, if not, and compassionate, if not love and light.
0: Right. You get, when you, when you see that that's happening, you can be compassionate until you don't have to get into what they're suffering. Right. You can be compassionate like i'm talking just in the world or in on social media or the people in your life you can be compassionate that that person is going through that right i don't need to know what it is i don't need to be in it um i I,
1: don't need to judge it i don't need to
0: judge it i can i can say whoa um and and still wish them well i mean i do think that that's an important but it needs to be authentic And and, and not with this holier than thou thing. So, well, I really appreciate um, having this conversation and uh, being able to (laughs) just to have peers is nice. Um, So (laughs) it is fun to be able to say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've done that been there Um, and that the work that you guys are doing and I, I, like I said, I have listened to your podcast. You guys have so much humor there. And, you know, even when the, the subjects are depth, you know, have considerable depth, right. there's humor because, well, I firmly believe the spirit world's a little nutty anyway. Um, right. So it's encouraging us to raise vibration, raise humor. Humor yes. raises vibration.
1: Well, you know, there is a truth to that. Humor or amusement, we call it, is actually a higher vibration exactly. than yeah. seriousness mm-hmm. or resistance. Yeah. So, you know, if we want to move away from, from resistance, we have to find uh, a little bit of amusement in ourselves Mm -hmm. and with ourselves and with the the human condition because it is a little bit Mm -hmm. strange Mm a little bit nutty we are weird it's just that's it
0: we are but that's what keeps us interested that's
1: what's so fun (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. so So. i totally appreciate you having me on uh this has really been fun and um yeah Uh Thank
0: you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. So I will put all the links that I possibly can in the podcast notes for people so they can find you and just do one click, trying to make it easy here. And, um, you know, thank you so much. And, you know, just so much appreciation and, and it's just blessings for what you guys are doing. I'm so, so thrilled with it. You know, I love having referral, like to be able to refer people. And, you know, if it's something, just I think if we're working together, all of us, um, that it it raises the energy of the universe. So the more support support we do for each other. um, So that's what we're going to do.
2: Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at, at Coach Vicky Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at VickyBaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D.com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.